Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. I don't know how I got here except to know that God ordained it before I was born. And God fixed it. God worked it out. God navigated everything to get me where he needed to get me so that I could have all the things happen in my life. All the little pieces of my life God orchestrated to get me right here where I am. I'm not sure, but I think if I had never left this area and God took me, sent me to North Dakota where ain't nothing out there. I mean, ain't nothing out there but cold weather. Open fields, big giant rabbits running around. He had to do all that to get my attention because there was too many other things distracting me here. And he took me all the way to North Dakota to get my attention to say, I've called you to preach my gospel. He orchestrated all that because preaching wasn't nowhere on my radar or agenda. It was not in my plans. So even I look back now, I know it was God that got me here. It was because he preordained and purposed my life. Jeremiah, there was pre-incarnational setting apart of you. You are not an accident. You are not here by chance. You're not here by your own uh, pursuit. No, uh, you're here where you are, the vocation you have, your, your, your pathway of life is ordained of God. I need us to hear this. God has already ordained the pathway of your life. Watch this. Hold, hold your finger here. I want you to turn back. I want, I want to read it. There's a couple of verses out of Psalms 139. Psalms 139. I'm going to back up to verse 15. Um, let's go back to 14. I could go to 13, but it's just a whole lot. Let me read the whole psalm later on, but let me just read some of the verses in Psalm 139. This is what he says. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, your eyes saw my substance being yet formed. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Before the days even came into existence, God already had fashioned the direction that your life was going to take. The way he made you was fearfully and wonderfully. He created you. He crafted you around his knowledge of you and that you would fulfill what he has purposed for you to fulfill. And I want us to understand something, how careful God was when he made you. When God made you, he didn't make you like anybody else. Are y'all hearing me? You ain't like nobody else. 
Even those who have identical twins, we call them identical twins, they are not identical. Their fingerprints are different. And there's differences about the, their skin, their height, their weight, their eyes. There's all kind of differences that God, God has so uniquely crafted us that even among identical twins, the fingerprints are different. And, and so unique you've been created that you don't even have two fingers that match in their fingerprinting. You realize that? You got 10 fingers and 10 toes, and God was so careful in making you unique that he made sure that none of your 10 fingers nor your 10 toes match each other, and nobody else created on earth will ever have the exact same fingerprints or toe prints that you have. <laughs> you got to be certain about who you are. You need to be certain about you. Jeremiah Before you were born, I formed you, I shaped you in the mother's womb, I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And listen to Jeremiah's response of uncertainty. Because there is this preconceptional knowledge that we see here in the text, and there's this pre-incarnational setting apart that we see in the text. But here's the part that you really got to grab a hold of. There is a predestinal, uh, a pre predestinal success that that God has already put in place. In other words, God has predestined that you will succeed. Listen to Jeremiah when he responds, and he sounds just like us. Jeremiah says, ah, Lord God, um, I don't think you got the right person. That's how we we respond. Ah, Lord God, I cannot speak. Uh, I I, I cannot speak for I am a youth. I'm not qualified. And Jeremiah, this this word that's used here of youth is really a young adult because Jeremiah is somewhere between 20 and 25 years old. But he's a young adult and he's young in, in the priestly ministry, if you will. And so there are other priests and prophets that would be more qualified and of age and maturity that would be the selected one that we would send to a whole nation. And Jeremiah says, I'm, I'm really not the one. I can't speak. But the Lord rebukes Jeremiah and all of you who think that you can't do what God says you can do. God says to Jeremiah, don't say that you have insufficiencies or inadequacies when I have made you perfect for the assignment. Jeremiah, let me just read it to you. He says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I commend you or command you uh, to speak, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Jeremiah, your uncertainty is pouring out. I hear you, Jeremiah, saying you're not sure about this thing. I hear you not saying that you're not, you're not, you're not convinced about it. But, but the Lord says, Jeremiah, don't be uncertain because what I did when I made you, when I crafted you, when I created you, I created you perfect for the assignment that's in front of you, and there is no way that you're going to fail, Jeremiah. Listen to what God says to Jeremiah. Jeremiah, God, God's response to Jeremiah is so definitive. It's so certain because Jeremiah doesn't, God doesn't say, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, um, don't say that you're a youth because you might be able to succeed. You might go to some of the places that I send you. No. He, he says to Jeremiah very, very emphatically, very commandingly, Jeremiah, you shall go to all to whom I send you. 
Lord, have mercy. In other words, Jeremiah, you will not fail the assignment that I give you. You shall go to everywhere I send you. And Jeremiah, uh, you're going to tell them the message I tell you to tell them. You shall do that. You shall speak to them. Whatever I tell you, whatever message I send with you, Jeremiah, you're going to give that message. Jeremiah, this this is not anything to be uncertain about. You're going to succeed. I'm giving you an assignment, but you shall go and you shall deliver the message and you shall be successful, Jeremiah. Be certain of that because your path is predestined and you're predestined to success. Pastor, how do you know that? How can you say that of us? How can you preach to us Christians and tell us that our pathway is going to be successful? Because in Christ, and if you are born again, you're in Christ. In him, there is no failure. There is no failure in him. And if you're in him, there's no failure in you. And whatever God began in you, he's going to complete it until the end. He's going to Bring it to pass. I know it doesn't look like it's going to work out the way you want it to work out. But I stopped by to let you know you can be certain of you. God made you just so that you could accomplish the assignment. God fashioned you just so you could have finished the assignment. God formed you. He put in you everything you need that you might accomplish the assignment. You're not going to fail. You're not going to turn back. You shall do what God said you're going to do. Now, I'm going to say it this way. You can do it the easy way or you can do it the hard way. Y'all know the story of Jonah? Jonah had already been predestined by God. He had already been set apart by God. He had already been called by God to be the prophet to go to Nineveh. And God told, Jer- told, told Jonah, Jonah, get up and go to Nineveh and, 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 and prophesy to that city. And Jonah said, I ain't going to Nineveh. I'm going somewhere else. And he got on a boat and went somewhere else. Y'all know that story? He did it the hard way. So he ended up in the belly of a fish for three days, three nights, turned upside down with a bunch of seaweed and minnows and dead fish, decomposing stuff for three days. And then he finally started praying and saying, Lord, I think I'm going to do what you told me to do. I I just wonder how many people are in the belly right now doing it the hard way because they were uncertain if they could accomplish it. I want you to know something. God is certain about his path for us. And we need to be certain that he can accomplish it in and through us. Notice something he says to Jeremiah in verse 8, I believe it is. He says to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, do not be afraid of their faces because they're going to look at you funny. They're going to be ugly. They're going to be sneering at you and stuff. Jeremiah, I'm sending you with a message they don't want to hear. Jeremiah, don't let their faces frighten you, Jeremiah, for I am with you to deliver you, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, you will be successful. Now, there's also another hint in this text that you got to be kind of attuned to. He says, I'm with you, Jeremiah. You will be successful, but Jeremiah, I'm going to have to deliver you. <laughs> that means you're gonna get, there's going to be some trouble. They're going to capture you, Jeremiah. I'm, but you, you're going to need some deliverance. But I'm going to deliver you, Jeremiah. You will be successful. And how do I know that? Because I'm with you. That's what the Lord says, Jeremiah. You will be successful, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. I want to talk to somebody this morning. I want you to not be afraid of the assignment God has given you because he's with you. You're going to be successful. Listen, when you talk, uh, when, you, when, you, when you accept 
what God uh, gives you to do, don't worry about the success of it. The success is up to God. Your assignment is just be obedient to God because God is going with you. No matter what it is, what the assignment is he has for you, you can be encouraged, you can be certain because the Lord is with you. Watch this. Because no matter what comes, hell or high water, he's with you. Whether they talk about you behind your back, he's with you. I need you to hear me this morning because you matter to God. You are important to him and so therefore he's with you and so when you're on your job and they stab you in the back and they're trying to get you written up don't worry about it because God is with you when you're going through hell in the classroom and your classmates are trying to trip you up and try to make you look a certain way don't worry about it because he's with you I need you to understand something he's not going to leave you he's not going to forsake you he's always going to be with you to complete the assignment Lord help me here when they bully you on the playground Don't worry about a thing because the Lord is with you. When you're going through hell in your marriage, don't worry about it because the Lord is with you. You matter too much to him for him to leave you. And so, therefore, you can go on and complete the assignment and be sure about what God has called you to do because he's with you. I I wish I could get it out like I feel it this morning because I need somebody here. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I need you to know you matter to God. Lord, have mercy. You are important to him. Pastor, how you know I'm important to God, Lord? Well, because before you were conceived, he knew you, Lord Jesus, and he has knowledge of you. And based on his knowledge of you, I know you matter to God because he formed you with his own hands, Lord, have mercy. In secret, nobody saw it. That's what the text said. In secret, he formed you and shaped you because you mattered to him. He didn't form you in a group and and drop you off in an assembly line. No, he individually, specially made you and crafted you and shaped you. Lord, help me here. And then, in order for you to have life, Lord Jesus, he breathed in you his his own breath. You matter to God. And then, Lord, help me here. When you came into the world, in order for you to uh, finish and accomplish the assignment, he picked the family, Lord Jesus, that you were going to be born into. I know everybody is saying, some people are saying, well, Pastor, I wish I had been born in another family because the family I was born in was tough. The family I was born into was hard. The family I was born into wasn't easy, but I needed you to go through that. I needed you to have to handle all of that because where I'm taking you, you need some mental toughness. Lord Jesus, I'm taking you to a place. You need to be able to deal with some some negativity. I'm trying to help somebody here. You matter to God. I know he matters. I know you matter because he made your fingerprints different. I know you matter because, help me here, because when he made you and he crafted you and he created you, he created you like nobody else, Lord, have mercy. And I know, Lord Jesus, you matter to God because he looked down through the eons of time before the foundation of the world, before Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, he looked out into the time that was yet to come, Lord have mercy, and he gave his own life on a cross called Calvary. Pastor, what do you mean? You must have your chronology mixed up. 
Jesus didn't die till 2,000 years ago. No, 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 no. It only manifests 2,000 years ago. But before the foundation of the world, my Bible says he died just for you. When they nailed him, help me, Jesus, to that rugged cross, he had you on his mind. You matter to him. When they pierced him in his side, he had you on his mind. You matter to him. He allowed them to bury him in a borrowed tomb because you matter to him. Lord Jesus, help me, God. He got up on the third day with all power in his hands because you matter to him. Jesus, help me, God. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father right now because you matter. He's making intercession, praying for you, praying for me, praying for us because we matter to him. Pastor, that ain't enough for me. Well, let me tell you the best I got after he died on the cross he went into Landover saved the wretch like me Lord have mercy bless me saved me sanctified me ordained me set me apart so I could be here this morning to meet you in the legacy center to talk to you online to preach to you on the radio and tell you he lives he lives he lives and you matter you matter to him and he died for you he was buried for you he got up for you you matter to him you can be certain of who you are and whose you are and that you will win because you matter to God. Bless his name. matter to him. Yes, sir. And we can be certain of us because he knew us. He knew every every good thing and every bad thing. Lord Jesus, before we were even conceived, He knew us and set us apart while we were still sinners. Lord, have mercy. Before we even broke the womb, he set us apart to do a work for him. But, but Lord, I'm, I'm not qualified. Lord, I, no, I qualified you. Don't worry about the qualify. I qualified you. 
I had a divine counsel in heaven. I spoke to myself. And I agreed with myself. You're qualified. Then I shaped you around what you would need to finish the assignment. And I laid out your path. Even for the days began to be numbered, I laid out your path, what you were going to do, how you, where you were going to go. I set it in order. And I want you to be clear that you are not an accident from God. I, I don't care how you were conceived, you are not an accident. I don't care if your mother gave you up for adoption. You are not an accident from God. No, you are a very intentional work of God. I don't care if they turn their back on you. It doesn't matter. Be certain of who you are. Let who you are be based on what God says about you. Not based on what people say. They didn't create you. They just got to know you. He knew you before you were even born, before you were even conceived. And he has set the path of your life in order such that you will succeed. Jeremiah, you're going to be successful. And even when trouble comes, and it's going to come, I'm going to deliver you. Trust me, trouble will come. I didn't promise us no easy road. It's going to come. In this life, you will have trouble. You're going to have court cases. You're going to have accusations. You're going to have this. You're going to have that. All kinds of stuff is going to come. But when it comes, remember this. I'm with you. I'm not just with you to the end of the test. I'm with you to the end of the age. you matter to him. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Lord, if there's anybody who has walked in and are under the sound of my voice, doesn't know you as Lord and Savior of their life, God, today, today, draw them to yourself that they may come and say, Lord, I need to be saved. Because the pathway that I'm on is going to lead me to hell and destruction. I need to get in line with the plan you have for my life. God's will, God's desire, his purpose for your life is that you would have everlasting life. Get in line with his purpose today. Say yes to God. Draw him today, Lord. Draw those who are weak and hurting. Draw him to yourself. Let your will be done in this place, and we'll give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in Jesus' name I pray, and I thank you. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, 
please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.